Welcome to a special episode of Art Matters. I'm your host, Farron Gibson. Beyonce and Jay-Z recently set the internet abuzz with the release of their art-packed video for Ape Shit. The song is part of their new joint album, Everything is Love, and the video is set in the galleries of the Louvre. The collective minds of art and pop culture lovers everywhere were blown, and naturally, with Art Matters being a champion of both topics, we wanted to chime in with some thoughts and also discuss Beyonce's long track record for making art historical references in her work. Beyonce has been known to draw on literature, dance, and film references for her imagery, and her surprise self-titled album in 2013 coined the phrase, visual album. To quote Beyonce quoting Erica Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my... Though her self-titled album was the first time we'd seen a major project released in this way, it wasn't Beyonce's first foray into visual albums. With her 2006 album, B-Day, Beyonce released videos for all 13 tracks of the deluxe version of the album. Each video stood on its own, and we didn't yet see the overarching narrative threaded through the videos that we later saw with the Beyonce and Lemonade visual albums. So there's a precedent for Beyonce working in a very visual way, but what about using art references? Many of Beyonce's references are layered, simultaneously drawing on art, religious, political, and historical imagery, so it's easy to miss elements. What one person sees as a reference to the Virgin Mary, another might recognize as a sculpture by Michelangelo. One of the first art history references I noticed from Beyonce was in her video for Mine off her self-titled album. In the first half of the video, she's dressed in neutral hues and sits cradling a figure whose body has been painted white. She's reinterpreting Michelangelo's marble sculpture, Pieta, which depicts the Virgin Mary holding the body of Jesus. The image captures a sacrificial feeling of loss that reflects the longing in the lyrics. The second half of the video references Renee Magritte's painting, The Lovers, in which a couple kiss with hood-like coverings over their heads. Like the painting, the video shows an embracing couple with their heads covered. The only identification of the pair are the labeled shrouds reading yours and mine. The only identification the lovers need to know of each other. Outside of highly produced videos, Beyonce has shown her art history now in some more fun ways as well. Beyonce has a history of going to the Leave. I think they've been six to four times in the past couple of years. So it wasn't that she just went up to the Louvre after never being there. She has been there, she's enjoyed the art, she's posted about it. There's pictures of her next to the Mona Lisa previously. So I don't think it's like a new relationship that, that all of a sudden that has just happened. I think it's a relationship that has been has been worked on and crafted. Let's be Tajuddin speaking. A writer, curator, and teacher of an upcoming course at the Tate on art in the age of black girl magic. B's referring to Beyonce's 2014 Instagram post with husband Jay-Z in front of the Mona Lisa. A selfie so iconic that a photo of two babies recreating it for a Halloween costume went viral that year. What else happened on Halloween that year? Beyonce and Jay-Z dressed as artists Frida Kahlo and Basquiat. So the question is, what's the value of aligning oneself with these art historical subjects? It builds up your cultural currency. I've been in situations where I had no cultural capital and because I've been able to talk about art or an art reference, I've been taken 
a bit more seriously in certain circles. And, and yeah, it is a quite, it is quite a snobby sort of way to look at like building social capital. But at the same time, for someone like me that doesn't have much money and I didn't go to private school, um, it's really helped me push my career further because I'm able to talk about other things that um, I wouldn't necessarily have known if I didn't go into museum spaces. What B's saying about cultural capital is important. Another way of looking at this is that when one work references another, it draws direct comparisons between the two and forces the viewer to consider them on a level. When Beyonce and Jay-Z perform Apeshit in front of the Mona Lisa, we instantly form a connection between them and one of the most celebrated artists of all time, Da Vinci. It's also important to look beyond the artists and visual aspects of the work and take into account how the works themselves are being appropriated. So I was thinking about the wing victory of the Samothras that and how Beyonce was dancing in front of it. And I just thought, oh, she's doing her own victory dance. And like, that's, I just thought that was a really nice moment. She's saying that through everything, they've basically made it personally, professionally. And here they are dancing, or she is dancing in front of the goddess of victory. A visual motif that Beyonce has repeatedly revisited is references to images of the Virgin Mary, a theme we've seen a lot from her since becoming a mother. Her pregnancy announcement photos draw visual connections to the Virgin of Guadalupe, similarly showing her covered in a veil and surrounded by roses. It's a celebration of womanhood and the beauty of giving birth that's made more powerful by its connection to the Virgin Mother. The art reference helps to underscore her message. She references this theme several more times, including her 2017 Grammys performance, which draws on imagery of Black Madonnas, goddesses across cultures, and paintings of the Last Supper. Imagery celebrating womanhood and Black identity has become increasingly prominent in Beyonce's work, and in many ways, Apeshit is the culmination of a year's worth of thematic groundwork. Beyonce and Jay-Z are in a very... Their net worth is 1.6 billion. And that means they possibly have a lot of white people around them in business. Even though they have wider teams, they still have to go past a lot of white gatekeepers. Them inserting their blackness within that context is saying that we've made it, but they've still been able to retain their blackness. When Lemonade came out, we even saw SNL making fun of people realizing that Beyonce is black. So there probably has she probably has had to compromise a lot in her career. But now she's like, hold on, I don't need to know more. This is who we are, and we're still gonna be black and flourish. Beyonce has also immersed herself in the art world in other ways. The Carters are avid art collectors, with Jay-Z known to rap about their Basquiat and Warhol paintings, and the couple collecting a diverse portfolio of works. They also make a point to support Black artists, including Carrie James Marshall and Kara Walker. In May 2018, Beyoncé donated a ring to the V&A collection, meaning now an item of hers will live alongside the possessions of Elizabeth I and the Empress Josephine. She's doing more than dabbling in the art world. She's totally invested in building a legacy. 
Perhaps this is why we so often see her represent herself as a goddess or a queen. She walked out for her 2018 Coachella performance looking like the bust of Nefertiti come to life. This is a bold statement of enduring power and beauty. So the final question in all of this is why? What do we stand to gain from Beyonce rapping in the halls of the Louvre? For my daughter, I think it's an amazing like sort of representation for her to see that these spaces, even though they might not have artifacts that look like us currently, we still belong there. I, I hope it really inspires more Black people to go to museums, even if it's to just take selfies and pose in front of art, I think that is a start because that's what a lot of people do anyway. People go to museums, they do enjoy the art, they look at it. But I think another part of that is maybe take photos, which would then, you know, they'll put on their Instagram, it might inspire their friends to go. So I think it's just the sort of whatever means necessary to get the audience in. And then it's up to museum teams and marketeers to keep them coming back. Beyonce has issued an invitation to all of us to get interested and involved with art. An audience of people who've traditionally been excluded from art discourse, those without money, pedigree, or education, are being told, you belong in this space and you don't have to compromise to be here. The Art Matters podcast is produced by Art UK, the online home of the UK's public art collections. If you've enjoyed this episode, you may also enjoy episode five, which looks at Jay-Z's relationship with art. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend to give it a listen as well. Check out the show notes for links to images and other useful information and find more art and stories at artuk.org. As always, thanks for listening and join us next time.